Well, grab a seat, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. D.N. Davis, the last flip. I know you've been like, how many last shows are y'all having? <laughs> this is the last one. For D, we'll have as many last shows as we <laughs> want. Hey. To the end of the year. <laughs> but uh, this is the last show where uh, we're in a D.N. Davis formation, COVID formation, but D.N. Davis formation, uh, I hope. You've enjoyed uh, some of the insight and levity we tried to bring to you. I hope we've made your days easier over this last nine years. Nine years. About about nine years of me and D start recording together. Mm -hmm. uh, last nine years, uh, it's been terrific. Wow, D, you're jumping out before a decade? Come on. Well, we started. We started. Yeah, in 2011. 2011. 2011. 2011. Um, so uh, definitely. I hope you enjoyed it. We've enjoyed it. Uh, we've enjoyed you listening to us and, and, and taking us with you uh, throughout your day at, at work or wherever you're doing. It's been our pleasure. And uh, please continue uh, to listen as we move forward, as we try to uh, maintain uh, this and try to even raise it to a, another level uh, for us, but also for D, uh, for being uh, one of the founders here. So my name is Kenneth Davis. And uh, you know my partner, man, his name is. D. Demond Spurl, what's happening, everybody? Make sure you follow us on D. N. Davis Show at D. N. Davis Show. That's Twitter and IG at D. N. Davis Show. Facebook.com forward slash D. N. Davis Show. Uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music, uh, Stitcher. Click on the uh, bio link and uh, it'll take you everywhere we are. Make sure you subscribe, rate, share, all that good stuff, all right? I'm on Twitter and IG at Demond's One, D E M O N Z E One. Ken is on Twitter and IG at That's Davis, executive producer of the D. N. Davis Show, D. N. Davis and Flipping Everything. Ryan Bukovesky. You can find Ryan on Twitter at Ryan B. Ski and uh, IG at Rob. IG Ryan B. Ski and Twitter Ryan B. Ski one. Did I get that right? Yeah, I got that right. Opposite. Opposite. It's flipping. It's the flip. Uh, and I mean, man, <laughs> Sydney Brown, who I have had the pleasure, man. I've known this dude since I was 13 years old. We went to high school together, graduated high school together, got reunited through radio. Uh, he taught me a lot, man. I think I, you know, saying maybe dropped some words of wisdom on him. But Sydney Brown, make sure you follow Sid on Twitter and IG at SidKid80 and read all his articles on WeAreRigorRadio.com. And the, the radio show with Lakina. What's the name of it one more time? Uh, Second City Sports. Sports. Second City Okay, I just want to make sure you all change that. Second City Sports. There you go. Real quick, right. can I ask Sid a question? Sid, with playoff hockey starting today, how excited are you? Oh, I'm very excited. I might have to cut out of here, but I don't want to get it on these last show. So I'm going to try to do two things at once. So we'll see how this goes. Dang. Wait, okay. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know this because I've been kind of pulled out of the loop, at least for hockey. Get the Black uh, the Blackhawks are in it, right? The number 12 seed, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then the okay. qualifying round gets the Edmonton Oilers. And they play so today? Three out of five. Yep. Mm -hmm. what, time, what, time, what, time, five. what time they come on, Sid? Uh, about a half hour from now. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. This is from Yahoo Finance. Authorities in Tampa Bay, Florida, have arrested a 17-year-old Graham Clark for being the alleged mastermind behind the Twitter Bitcoin hack that targeted several high-profile accounts July 25th, I mean, July 15th. Uh, two uh, other individuals who also were charged for these alleged roles in the Twitter hack, according to the Department of Justice, they are Mason Shepard, a.k.a. Jay Wan, uh, Jay Wan, yeah, Wagner <laughs> uh, Regis in the United Kingdom, and uh, Nima, I think, uh, Fazeli. AKA Rolex, uh, 22 of <laughs> Orlando, Florida. 
Shepard was charged with conspiracy to commit wire fraud, conspiracy to commit money laundering and international access to protected computers. Uh, Fazelli, on the other hand, was charged with aiding and abetting into, uh, intentional access of protected computer. Both uh, Shepard and Fazelli were charged in a criminal complaint in the Northern District, California. Clark was unnamed by the department due to his uh, juvenile status, but was outlawed, out, was outed by WFLA affiliate in Tampa. Clark was prosecuted uh, in Hillsbury County instead. The Twitter hack on the 15th originally tar targeted Bitcoin-related accounts, but then expanded to include accounts of high-profile uh, politicians, celebrities such as Elon Musk, Bill Gates, uh, Kanye West, Jeff Bezos, Mike Bloomberg, Joe Biden, and even former President Barack Obama. Uh, the hack. Uh, and tweets were to, to the followers to send Bitcoin to a certain address uh, with the promise of exchanging a double amount of Bitcoin. According to Twitter, the hack was orchestrated via a phone spear phishing attack targeted a few of its employees that uh, perpetrated then used the credentials to access other internal systems and gain information about the process. See, this is why people are so leery of even getting into the whole Bitcoin thing, although a lot of people do do it. And I think... I don't know if they're on a New York. I don't know if you can actually trade the stock for Bitcoin. It's something you can trade something with them. No, you, um, if you, it will. It's funny you bring it up. Uh, I got an email from Coinbase uh, about my account. I mean, you can trade it on uh, apps for that type of money. Like, so, okay, that yeah, electronic so currency. Like, yeah, electronic currency. So like, it's, it's I, I, like I got because I got money in like two of them. Or whatever, so mm. you don't have to like. You can trade. You can trade for different electronic currencies. Okay, all right. Well, so it, that's kind of how it goes. Like, so you would, for instance, look at something that's going up. I'll try to get in on that low. Uh, one one thing that I always kick can kick myself about. I had a stock that I brought. Maybe it was forty three cent when I bought it, mm -hmm. and on a Saturday, it went up to like five seventy five. Wow. Per per share, per it went share. up to five seventy five. Yeah. Did you try to cash and, out? Nah, and I was because I was sitting there, I was talking to Glenn because Glenn had put me on. So I'm like, dude, we should cash out and just leave it about this much money in there. And he's like, nah, nah, nah. I'm like, dude, this is what we're doing this shit for. We're not doing it to leave it in there. We're that's doing the whole it game. That's get the game. Money or whatever, man. Yeah. That ish went down, man. What the next day? Pretty much that day for a damn man. But it sounded like penny stocks. It sounded like penny stocks. Yeah, and so. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, these kids out there, but the thing was, too, all right, to go back to what happened on the 15th. Yeah, yeah. One thing that the media in general believed was either these kids were stupid, and we talked about this, they broke into a bank and stole lollipops, basically, was uh, one example. But also, was, was this really just someone trying to expose the vulnerability of social media and what could happen with the election? Now we come to find out it's just a bunch of kids, right? Just being kids. I mean, basically. but but if you have some kids doing it, you know somebody bigger, smarter, with more technology, more power is probably looking at doing it too. See, that's the one reason why a lot of people are so afraid of doing um, voting. If you want to say like, man, yeah. Yeah, just because it's like, man, if you can go on, I mean, American Idol isn't on anymore. I think it's on, but it's not as big as it once was. But if you have millions upon people being able to just hop on a phone or, or cell phone, whatever like that, dial in and just vote for somebody. It's like, damn, why can't we do that for a national election? Or with, with, with the, uh, electronic banking. A lot of people don't like to do their banking via mobile apps, whatever like that. They still want to go hardcore, you know what I'm saying, go get their money out the bank or whatever the case may be because they are worried about things like this. Like, man, 
I, it, it's too vulnerable. Our system is too vulnerable. And in many cases, it is. I mean, we could get taken out by a flip of name. I'm about to say a flip of a switch, a, a click of a button, and our entire economy uh, here in America or across the world can get shut down instantly. And you have some 17 olds doing this. D, are you a fan of Rick and Morty at all? No, but you know what? I got to get into it, man. I know so many people that watch it. Like, dude, you got to watch it. I never watched it. There's literally a scene. I don't know, because it was what you were saying. There's literally a scene where Rick or, yeah, Rick the scientist is Uh dismantling this alien economy and he's switching the dollar value from one to zero. And then you watch as the whole thing topples down. It's really funny how it comes down, but it's like that simple. Is that is that simple with our with the way everything is just tied in? Because on the, on the good side, it's like man, I could just zail somebody some money or you know what I'm saying Venmo somebody some money, boom, they get it. It's all well and good. But at the same time, it's kind of like somebody can get into your system. I mean, go, get into your bank account. It's like, damn, you are poor now. You know what happened to you? You got fucked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It can happen that easily. So it's this it's this tight work, this tight rope that we're working walk walking as a society. I know a couple of people that's obviously about 10, 20 years older than me, and they expressed to me that, uh, of course, they grew up in a different time, and they don't like ordering stuff online because of stuff like this happening. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned about the banks. Sometimes the banks do make mistakes on, on their own without any outside influences. It, it happened to me once a few years ago that uh, there were some items that were charged to my account, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't ordered these things so i had to write a letter and they they were correct like well you didn't order these things but you still had to write a letter to get a reverse charge you didn't didn't order you didn't order dudes on dudes eight no i'm not not into that ken sorry i'm not i'm not i'm not into that no swiss Swiss bankers nine no 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 but see you're right though because you have people in the older generations i mean and they get bread they got money but they're like man i'm yeah. not doing that unless unless it's like my grandmother why don't you go on here and there and buy it and i give you the money back right <laughs> right, like, right okay yeah, yeah they put one on and, and for all good reasons i understand why they why they're uh caught. yeah if you're not tech savvy with it i would trust it less too like if you're not i mean one just looking to make sure if the site's protected again that's not to say that you still something still can't happen yeah. all right but like that's just like we know from times like when tony was just send us articles and it'd be like what site is this i don't want to be on it i know i'm getting hacked right now it's like stuff like that like if i see something that look fishy i jump off of that bad boy right i, I don't play I'm, I'm like i don't need that information like, oh, right mm, mm. yeah i'm like i'm out i'm out now nah, because mm, i i've been lucky enough well i won't even say it because it could happen <laughs> so I, won't, I won't even mention it but uh yeah i i can understand it's, that i've been usually leery but i have come around uh over the last seven eight years isn't it funny with those websites like i know exactly what you're talking about like yahoo will have these like ads sponsored and like at first i didn't know that and then you click on it, you just you feel dirty it's not even right? porn you're like no my right? god my computer can't right. handle this exactly it's disgusting <laughs> it's dirty i gotta get out of here man Quit. Wait, yeah. like you want to take a shower just to like help your computer feel cleaner. Totally, totally. And, and so and so many people, man, they get they get hit by this stuff, man. It's crazy. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. All right, this is from the NY Post. Uh, Bo's odiferous origin has been revealed. Crash and burn, huh, Mav? 
slider. You stink. In a discovery that will no doubt benefit pungent people worldwide, UK scientists have followed the scent of body odor back to the BO enzyme that predates modern man. The smelly study conducted by the University of York in collaboration with hygiene giant uh, Unilever could lead to the development of, uh, of, to, of more effective deodorant in the future, reports uh, SciTech Daily. Specifically, they identified a DNA of the uh, Staphylococcus, I believe this is Staphylococcus coccus, hominis bacteria. The main microbe involved in uh, processing sweat molecules that give the body, uh, to give off body odor. Previously, the University of York research that discovered, discovered that only a few bacteria in the armpit facilitate the stench, but never pinpointed the specific culprit until now. As it turns out, the microscopic funk farmer was present uh, in our now extinct, or should I say, uh, extinct, uh, and I mean with stink, mm -hmm. uh, prehistoric predecessor, and could have played an, apart, an important role in social, social communications between early primates. This research was a real eye-opener, said uh, Unilever's Dr. Gordon James, a co-author. It's fascinating to discover the key odor-forming enzyme exists in only a select few armpit bacteria and evolved there tens of millions of years ago. So these funky primates and the dude with that stench stench, they was like, I'm going with him. That's, that's, that, that's that funk, that real funk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you smell that? You smell that? Wait a minute. He banging the day. <laughs> so, what, so what about your ass? Whoa, whoa. I you stink, you stink. I mean, you stink do everywhere. You don't, you don't put deodorant in your ass, though. The, the, the thing was to find the help deodorants. All right, you get, you have, you yourself Wash have an ass deodorant? No, I'm I'm saying. Saying. it's called, it's called I, maybe, a bar maybe soap and a towel. Okay, you know maybe, a little, maybe a little talking powder <laughs> after, but I'm just saying. <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't have that. I don't think that's good by your, your no. rectum to be putting that there. Hey, listen, wait a minute. Hold on. I don't think people are... Supposed to use the other in the first yeah. place? No, 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 no. I'm talking about baby powder real quick. I, oh, yeah. I mean, you can get... I think it was like cancer. Yeah, I think it was ladies. Yeah, with women, it was. it's a lawsuit. One of those lawsuits that you see I like... I thought it was a dude that had it happen to him too. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? I'm good. I, I use a little talk. I use a little talk. You use, right. you use a little baby powder? I, you, I you put it in your shoes? Or you put it in your drawers? Which one you do? Um, I used to put it in my <laughs> socks. Really? I don't really put it in my socks. Either. I used to put a little in my socks. Interesting. And then right? you got foot problems. Interesting. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> we found it! Yes! <laughs> right? Brian, you done linked it back around. The powder was taking me out. Yeah, I put a little. I put a little on my chest and a little in my, my shorts. Nineteen eighty nine, Ken put himself in his ones. <laughs> Two thousand twenty. What's wrong? With Thirty this? years later. Thirty <laughs> years later. <laughs> oh man. Well, I know. I know. Back in the day, you put some. You know, saying on your chest, whatever, like that. But yeah, I heard now that I'm still. Put, a, I'm still a player. Really? From the Himalayas. <laughs> I put, wow. yeah, I put on my, my dress socks with my 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 house my, my house shoes. You put baby you know powder in your dress socks. Oh my I'm baby saying, powder! I'm, like, I'm giving I'm giving you I'm giving you the look. All right, put on my gold chain with medallion with a little of that powder on my chest hands. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh everything's oh shimmering. All the only thing missing is a Cadillac <laughs> and, and, and an earpiece right there. What you say, now, oh. Chuck? Hey, Chuck. What you say, Chuck? <laughs> That's for sure. Right on. Right on, Chuck. Um, <laughs> Um, with the deodorant, I mean, 
It's, it's, it's amazing how we can, like, just pinpoint stuff nowadays, man. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to find the enzyme to make your armpits armpits uh, sweat and what's the smell that comes out of that. You know what I'm saying? It's amazing, man. Science is a hell of a thing. I wish mm-hmm. more people believed in it. Just like with, like, cologne and perfumes, how you have to have that rancid. Something has to be rancid inside of it for it to be uh, for you to find that perfect smell. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a, a nasty note in there, a really nasty note in there. And they basically trying to balance it out for you to really find whatever you're trying to develop when it comes to And you got the hormones hmm. and pe- the uh, pheromones. Pheromones, pheromones, I'm sorry. The pheromones come out, and that's what some people are attracted to when you put little little spritz spritz on you. It's like, oh, what is that? So it all comes back to the biology. you guys ever see uh, Ocean's series, like the Ocean 13? I saw the first two. I don't know if I saw the yeah, last. Yeah, I saw the first two. The yeah. third one, there's a scene with Matt Damon. It's pretty good. He has this huge prosthetic nose, and they give him this pheromone to, like, seduce this woman. And she's just, like, drunk in love with him because of this pheromone that's, mm. like, ultra-powerful. And she's just, like, his slave, basically. You ever, you ever came across a woman that's had that, like, a very interesting smell that's just kind of like, ooh, well, you know, it's just something about you. You ever had, yeah? yeah are, are you talking positively or negatively? Both. <laughs> <laughs> I've experienced both. both. I've both. experienced we to, both. We used, to, we used to work with this girl. Uh, this girl that uh, left these some photos before I started working there. And, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. She used to smell like Project a little bit. Like, I'll, I'm from the Projects. So it's always... And I'd be like, so when I smell that project, and I'm like, oh. you smell like Ida B. Wells. <laughs> you do smell no, no, like no, no, the, no. no the ickies. The ickies. The ickies. <laughs> Stateway Gardens. But, uh, <laughs> well, that, that just a hint of Cabrini Greens. But yeah. <laughs> so so it, I used to be one of the same things I used to tell these sometimes, and I would tell my guys, like, oh, yeah, that's that little. But yeah, I've had it uh, pro and con to where it's just like, Oh, yeah. yeah. And then it's just like, yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't yeah. smell right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Gabrielle Union just gave her most candid uh, interview to date about her time in America's Got Talent. Uh, Simon uh, Cowell, Julianne Ho, uh, Terry Crews, and everything in between. The actress and activist who was suing NBC for firing her from the hit competition show last year joined Spotify's Jamel Hill's uh, Unbothered podcast and didn't hold back at all. Mm. This is uh, from Yahoo Entertainment. During a half-long, ch- uh, hour-long chat, He'll asked her uh, friend, what the fuck is up with Terry Crews? Damn. The, the America's Got Talent host. Wait, wait, wait. Jamel Hill said that to Gary Hill. Yeah, he says, what the? And they, she ain't playing. No, nah, yeah, she, play. she don't play. All right. And the America's Got Talent host has made headlines recently for his controversial tweets about Black Lives Matter movement and black supremacy. After Union's firing, he was widely criticized for staying silent amid the controversy. Instead, he did a series of interviews, including one for NBC's Today Show, where he praised the network and gushed about uh, his positive experience. People hit me all day and are like, what's happening? And the only thing I know for sure is that Terry Crews gets three checks from NBC. So I don't know if he's being worried about his job stability, which, listen, we all know that if you speak up about racism and white supremacy, you absolutely have to be, you're going to be shown the door. Union's speculated, speculated. I don't know if that was the motivation Union referenced. Some critics pointed out that she wasn't the only black person on America's Got Talent. I was like, no, I was on there with Terry Crews. She quaked. Uh, based on his recent actions, do you really think Terry Crews was an ally, uh, was helpful, was a sounding board? I think Terry Crews is showing us who he is and what he does during times of adversity, and, not, and it's not solidarity. Union explained the support she gave Crews when he came forward with his assault allegations uh, at the start of the Me Too movement was not reciprocated. 
Not to say that if I offer you solidarity, I expect you to be to be the getaway driver doing a bank robbery. That's what he made it sound like in uh, in those series of uh, tweets. If you saw something, say something. If you didn't have my experience, you also have an option to say, I believe Gab, uh, I just had a different experience in the story you shared. You don't have to do press tour where you so, your sole objective is to credit and malign me. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing about Terry Crews. He did like a – he's well, he's still – real, real quick. Union oh, yeah. hit it. Union hit it. Moore's going to come out amid her lawsuit, uh, and Cruz will regret the side he chose. Is she trying to say that maybe he did something, or I think she's just trying to say that perhaps when when everything oh. comes out about NBC and that he aligned himself with there, he's. I think that's what. what she's uh, you know what? Wrong. I don't know. I could be wrong. No, I think it, that's right. Yeah, I th- no, I think you're. I think you're all right, Ken. But you know what? It just seems like. Terry he, Terry Crews is the kind of dude who's willing to down the hill for a lot, and he's even said it himself. Like I'm willing to down the hill about this. So what's interesting, also too, I think you said it was that was Simon Cowell. Ken, you said Simon Crow. I think I believe you said. You're right. You're right. I did. Um, who gives a fuck? Yeah, I'm just. I just want to make sure. I just want to when you said. I'm like, what the hell is that? I'm like, oh, okay. Probably thinking about you. Talking about American Idol. That wasn't shit. That yeah. No, I know. I, I feel you. So so. Me and the miss was actually talking about this, and she was talking about the comments that he was that he made, and I was like, I think where Terry Crews went wrong. So you can have a difference of opinion; that's no problem. You could fall on another side of an issue. Okay, you people might not agree with you, but the way he chose to say it, that's what kind of like really messed him up. When you start talking about black supremacy, like, listen, man, black people in this country don't have the tools and the means to be supreme over anybody. That's not the way the Mer- America was, was, was um, constructed. He could have said, all right, yeah, we get to this point. Let's not be assholes to people. Just because we've gotten to a point and we have more allies, things of that nature, don't turn around and be an asshole to the people, to people behind you or somebody who might just look like you. Don't do that. He could have said that, and I think everybody would like, yeah, of course. Nobody wants anybody to be an asshole to anybody, no. But when he starts talking about black supremacy and gatekeepers and things like that, I'm like, listen, just because somebody don't want to fuck with you or say, like, cancel, which nobody gets can get canceled. You know how you get canceled? You get killed. Ain't nobody dying over cancer culture, right? It's basically saying people are like, man, I ain't fucking with you no more. So if you don't get to that point, it's kind of those people. Yeah, they might have the opinion say, I'm gonna cancel you, but motherfucker, just keep on living with your life. Yeah, right. so, you can't get canceled though. You can't get canceled. Yeah, you know who got canceled? We like, really? If, Bill, uh, Bill Cosby, uh, R. Kelly. Kelly yeah. You know what I'm saying? Possibly but I mean, Donald Trump. But look what they know, did. Not motherfuckers like, oh, I just own. We don't know if Nick Cannon's gonna get back to where he was at. See, I think Nick Cannon. I think he got. I think he. Yes, he's he got released from NBC. No, whoa, no, what was what was Viacom? Oh, yeah. Viacom. He got CBS. He got he got released from that. We don't know. Ryan has told us before. He it sounds as if he's still gonna have his show on Fox. He's no. still doing oh, yeah. his. Yeah, the the Mad Singer show that me and my family watch. He still has his podcast. He had a rabbi on his podcast talking about it. I think yeah, he's. But I, I mean, think he's po- gonna be fine. If the podcast was that big. People would have found out what he was doing on that podcast years but, ago. But, so, I mean, but that's, that's how the they found out about it. Will, they found yeah, out about I'm, it the podcast. No, but I'm saying that the podcast really isn't that big outside of the community is what I'm alluding to. Okay. All right? So uh, that's why I'm like, because if, if you were watch that podcast, you would have been like, oh, years back. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you watch that podcast. I agree with you. I've seen so a couple episodes. I'm saying, I'm like, what's, yeah, what's yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, all I'm saying is, 
I mean, the, the bread and butter was really wilding out, and he doesn't have wilding yes. out because he had to give a part of the Tobiacon for them to do the show or whatever. Right. So, I mean, that's the – that's and again, not that one to say – kind of going with you. I mean, if he's still allowed to do something, you can't say he, he's yeah, totally he, he canceled. Right. But you've been, you've been knocked off of a platform, uh, such a large, plat- large platform, and you may not get a chance to ascend to that again. So I do that's think there are some true. times where you can kind of be – Cancel. I think that sometimes what helps a lot of people is um, one, how much equity they have, but really what their value is. Uh, and you could say that Nick has a lot of value, but also uh, there was going to be a lesson uh, to what was going on. But let me say this retort to Terry Crews of Shenanigans because it's funny, it kind of goes with Nick Cannon. For Terry Crews to sit there and be like, yeah, first it's going to be like Black Lives Matter, and then basically we're going to start. Uh, turning inward on ourselves or basically that we would have the power because he made it seem that his example was basically like, well, basically like black lives matter or, and I don't look at black lives matter as the actual institution of black lives matter. All right. Cause that's a whole different discussion about them. I think, so I look at it as more of the big thing of black lives matter. And in some ways I, I wish that all the funding that people have didn't even go to BLM until they really let me know what the hell is going on. You know what I'm saying? And I think spread that's what that. they're trying to figure out how to do that now. Yeah, spread that money out. All right, don't like this. Don't focus on one thing because I mean, this. In a way, I like not having leadership because you can't take down that one person. Not to say they don't have leadership, but you know, just the person out front because mm-hmm. you can't just take down that one person. But in a way, it also allows you to kind of shadow group a little bit because uh, we're going to talk about that later with the Jonathan Isaac situation. Uh, but uh, to, when he was sitting there saying that, and that, you know, that his wife is biracial and black people, it's like, dude, what you like, what kind of silly foolishness stuff are you talking now? You really, you just throwing her out, yeah, you just throwing her yeah, out. My missus is biracial, I, but exactly. it's no, it's no means of saying like she's gonna be on some, some crazy oh, shit. Yeah, wow shit. Sydney's is she gonna be the first person Sydney get once this, this <laughs> the, the revolution starts. <laughs> Sydney gonna be at your door like Hotel Rwanda in this motherfucker, right? <laughs> doubt that, I doubt right? that, but, but I'm just saying about him right again. I've known you since 13. I've been waiting, <laughs> but, uh, but no. When he's using her, like, why, like that's that is so silly, especially with the amount of uh, biracial people that are in our lives. Yeah, white white people that are in our lives, right? And you just put, not people of different ethnicities that are in your life that people are just being like, like, dude, why are you jumping to the other side so hard? And then this was a thing where, and she lived to with the Me Too thing. Well, you jumped out on that, and you 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 basically I wanted you wanted a part of that, and now something else is popping off. And it's funny because the Me Too thing was really, and I'm not saying this in the spiritual man, but it was white feminism for the most part. I mean, yeah, sisters, you know, if they, you know, the fight between a black, black woman started it, but yeah, I, black woman started it, but we saw it happen when the memory was alluded to. Alyssa Milano had started. We had to we had to really find out who really mm-hmm. started and stuff like that. Um, but why would you sit there and just be an op? You know, like sometimes, and it's just like, you want to down that hill, die on it, but there's really no need. Like, and then at one point, man, you, like, I don't get with some of these cats. What's the point of getting a couple M's if you still got to dance? You know, like, it gets to the point. And I know we all dance jig jig a little bit, but it gets to the point where it's like, dude, I, is the money in the bank straight? All right, we are, like, I'm not, I'm not, Doing a shimmy for you like that, man. I, 
I got I mean, some it, respect. It, it could just be that's who they are. All right. Ryan, can't show you a little bit of legs. Show you a little yeah. bit. Yeah. What y'all think, uh, guys? Uh, Terry Crews isn't any different uh, from any other actor or entertainer in Hollywood, right? He's looking out for himself. Uh, and, and I think some celebrities, including some of our own black celebrities, they like, they like to join causes in uh, on different issues to appease their fan base as well. If it happens to benefit them financially, they'll do that as well. So I don't think he's any different from anybody else. Okay. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like you guys do. I feel like Terry is just being, at the minimum, misguided in kind of what he's saying, what he's doing. Like, he just, I don't know. Like you said, those tweets, I was just kind of like, okay. Like, Like, I I don't know. This is an opportunity for, you know, equality. Like, I wouldn't be trying to change the message at all if I was Terry Crews. Like, let's just stick on point, stick on message, and let's keep moving forward and not try to cause a distraction. And he didn't really back, you know, Gabrielle up. I I don't really know the full situation of what went down there, but if, you know, like she said, like, he's she's been supportive to him. We all know from our talks here, like, the black community is very supportive yeah. of each other. And he seems like he kind of went for the paycheck a little bit. Wanted to make sure, wanted to cover Just his ass. Ensure that I got my job bro- and I'm good. Yeah, that's it's, it's, to see his points. Like, hey, I'm gonna just take care of, you know, hey, saying, look out for myself. Man, I, I just sometimes people just want to be the only token that that's there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I, I, I mean, listen, but, but no. I wonder if some people, if that's just who he is. That's the way he feels. That's the way he thinks. We are now able to get all this information out of people because of what I'm social that media. Not, I'm not saying that's not who he is. I'm just. Pointing out one, maybe I'm speculating on one of the reasons about who he is, mm. as far as because it seems like he's defending the other side a lot. You know what I'm saying? And when a time where he jumped out when with Me Too was so strong, and he jumped out for that, and now when it's time to jump out for this, it's like, oh wait, and it's like you don't want to really stop police brutality, and then it goes to like when your first reaction is also goes to well, what's happening in the hood. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't be concerned about that. That's not what the thing, but we, we can take care of this and that, but w- they both need to go. So I, let's, I just, when, while we're talking about this, let's focus on this. I never understand, though, when people talk about, oh, man, see what's happening in neighborhoods, in, 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 in the inner cities, whatever the case may be, right, whatever black community, right, black or brown community. The one thing they never, they never mentioned is the fact that the people who do bad shit in the community, they usually get caught and they usually go to jail. They ask to go to jail. The issue is people who do the fuck shit that's in power and they don't go to jail. These casters out here shooting because you know what? The streets talk. Some way, somehow, you always look up like, damn, they caught old boy who shot them kids. Well, it's caught old boy who shot them, uh, shot that person over there. And they caught the, they caught the guy who robbed that store. They're going to get caught because the streets talk. The problem is the people in power are not held responsible. That's the issue. But you can't talk about the same thing as Ken said. You talk about the, uh, uh, both at the same time. And then we also don't talk about all the other communities who kill each other too. Eighty percent of white people kill other white people, whatever the case may be. It's all high as hell. You know why? Because that's crime and it happens within the community. But that red white supremacist shit, like, oh, but the blacks, the black do it to the blacks. What about everybody else? Mm. 
Real quick, D, uh, you mentioned yeah. about the about the men in power. Do you think that the reason why they don't get caught is because of economics? Because they can hire all the best lawyers and and, and whatnot. And they See, don't I don't want no people. And and, and, mm-hmm. and Pookie and them, they don't have lawyers, so and they get to go to jail. No, I don't. I don't know if even see. Honestly, I don't know if it even matters if Pookie or whatever has a lawyer or not. That's a part of it. But remember, it's the way that it's set up. The system is set up to to work the way it's supposed to work, and it's still working. All right, Dean Davis, back. Uh, last flip would be, who knows we're going to name this issue <laughs> before. Oh, wait, wait. So, so the name of the show is still going to be The Flip, though, right? Yeah, but, I mean, it's, right. it was called Dean Davis The Flip. Well, you know, you know what? Well, who knows? D, you ain't gonna be here for me to have to go back and tell nobody what. Yeah, that's uh, show confidentiality. Business, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you know, that's you why I've been letting, to uh, I've been be just, a regular citizen, right, so you right. lose that's all why, that security. This whole, whole week, I've been just letting you do the titles, just be like, do, yeah, do whatever you want, right? Like, yeah, like a, that's your, that's your. a president or a politician walking away from the office. Yeah, you yeah. Lose all that clearance, you, buddy. Yeah, right. you exactly. Are... Get this. Get his car. Get his. <laughs> get his clearance, Ryan. Get his clearance before he gets out. Yeah. I the only thing I can keep is this damn shirt. All right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. This is from Up Rocks. This was going to hit home for one of us. Mm. Uh, when hip-hop fans make a list of best rappers ever, Eminem usually finds his way uh, near the top. However, Snoop Dogg doesn't think the Detroit rapper is one of the ten best to ever do it. During a recent uh, Breakfast Club interview, Snoop explained his position, saying, Eminem's the great white hope. White rappers have zero respect in rap. Uh, let's keep that thorough. Dr. Dre probably put Eminem in a position where he could be labeled as one of the top 10 rappers ever. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But, the game think, uh, but the game thinks that he's top 10 lyricist and all that comes with it. That's just because he's Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre helped him find the best Eminem that he can find. Uh, he was then asked, is why Eminem didn't make the cut? And he responded, there's some N-words in the 80s uh, that he can't fuck with, like Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, KRS-One, L, Cool J, and uh, Shall I Go On, An Ice Cube. I watched this interview this morning, actually. I watched the whole interview, too. I watched it this morning. Um, I was, I'm cool with what Snoop said. <laughs> no, D's not. <laughs> I mean, but that's the whole thing about hip-hop, though. Yeah, that's the whole thing yeah. about any kind of thing. It's like everybody going to have their favors. That's all. So it's fine yeah. if you don't think I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'm cool with what. Because, I mean, if I, uh, if I ran down a list, I could probably get – I could get to 10. If I got around 10, there may be a spot for him and I'm around 10. Or around there somewhere. He's not in my. Uh, he's not in my top five. You know he's not in my top five either. He's but not in my top five. Snoop and M. Top five. No, he never was. Well, I met boy. He used to no. kill him. I still love him. One time, you one I still time, love him and him. I remember being in the break room and you pulled out uh, like a, a a plastic knife and cracked it because <laughs> you was like you wanted full prison shake. You just say, say another motherfucking thing about him. Like, what you say about mother- Marshall? Another, right? another Slim Shady. Right, cool. What you say about Marshall? Mother- <laughs> That's my dog. Hey, I, listen, I was listening to uh, a little that that joint kick with Kid Cudi this morning. Um, I, listen, I'm an Eminem fan. I am. I, I've always been. I remember the first time I heard him, like, this dude, like, who is this cat? And I've been a fan with him. Not saying all of his stuff has been great because it hasn't. And I don't think no, most of anybody's catalog is like, oh, man, they, put, they dropped like 10 straight great albums. That's not the case. I do think he's one of the top lyricists of all time. I think he's one of the top MCs of all time. Um, I don't know if he's necessarily like he's definitely had he's definitely had the privilege of being 
the white rapper. And he even says that within his own music, like, yeah, the reason why I am so big is because part of it is because I am white and I'm able to get into these households, you know, saying that most black rappers wouldn't be able to get into. He'll tell you that himself. Yeah, no, that's not, that's not, yeah, 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 that's not. But I, think, but I think some people do hold that against him though. It's like, oh man, people like him. Well, the only reason why he big is because it's because he is white. And he acknowledged that, yeah, that is a part of my success. I'm not going to knock that. But Snoop and Snoop and M are in my top ten. They're both in my top ten. So I mean, but it's cool though if he don't, if Snoop doesn't have them. Yeah, Snoop is like almost fifty years old, and you know what I'm saying. The the, the music, the, the hip hop that he uh, heard, although I kind of heard majority of it too, but you know it it, it 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 impacted him harder than it impacted me. So I understand why he won't be in his top ten. That's that's clearly understandable. I would say part of the thing that keeps him out of my top ten is versatility. And even times where he gained some of it, he was so many albums in, it was like, man, you didn't got a pass. Uh, because like, for instance, like, he really couldn't rhyme rhythmically until like the third album when he came out with the Superman joint. And I, he even alluded to that. Yeah. That he used to have, had problems with, you know what I'm saying? That battle rapping. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. hey, LL Cool J has a battle rap flow too, but he gonna lay it down low. But LL was one of the greatest the of all time. And yeah, I, yes. absolutely, absolutely. So, but, but see, but that's one of the points I'm pointing out. Cause see, that's hey, listen. Even with somebody like Jay Z, uh, look, I, I, I think about this. I think in uh, if his career, if he would have stayed alive, I think Biggie is better than him because he's he better more, than who Jay. Yeah, because he was more versatile than him. You know what I'm saying? Like he could one have an alternate. A, a, a alternate uh, person, like if you think about Warning, where he's two people talking. Give me the or, give me Yeah, and yeah. also uh, the fact that uh, he could jump on a song with Bone and do their style, where Eminem basically, and I hate to say it, and he, I won't say he bodied him, but he beat Jay-Z on a Jay-Z song and produced Renegade. the beat. Yeah. And produced the beat, but it's because Jay-Z, one of the things was being so cool, maybe I'm wrong, he didn't really emote. And that's like, so you gotta be Jay Z can hop on any beat, all right. He's bursting out to hop on any beat, but like, dude, it's like, for instance, like Trey the Truth. I just want to hear Trey the Truth scream on a record one day, right? Just brother, just please, Trey the Truth, just right. Just like, so yeah. those are the things where you're looking at the different levels of because, and then we're talking about people that are in the rare air, and I'm saying everybody that I've mentioned are in the rare, so that's when we start pulling out these. These, uh, uh, these, these these measuring sticks mm -hmm. to try to figure out who, where how you play. And of course, it's still subjective or yeah. whatever. But yeah, I've been with anybody. I mean, listen, we don't talk about Chuck D enough. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right? We don't, he's we not don't, in my top. He's in, I remember when we all did our list, top 50. Chuck D definitely was in mine. Yeah, we don't, but we don't talk about, I mean, we forget how big Public Enemy was. Huge. Right? That was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't, so there's plenty of, and then there's cats, man, listen. We're one KRS-One. He's my number one of all time. Yeah. Or, um, you know, Nas, people say he's the best rapper alive. Number three all time for me. You know what I'm saying? What about, you know, uh, Grandmaster Cass and Melly Mel? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what, what about, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, you, like, there's some cats that, listen, what about Cool Mo D? Like, yeah. we, I don't think sometimes we really talk about, like, for instance, Ice Cube is funny. People really don't know for about three years, he was the best rapper in the world. Yep. And back then, being that rapper at the top for three years was like seven, uh, basically. And like, this is coming from a dude from out west. 
yes, right? Mm-hmm. To go make beats with uh, the Bomb Squad. Bomb squad. Yeah. But yeah, but when like like we don't even talk like when I was talking about uh, Rick Ross uh, last week, as far as dog, that was about that was 13, 18 months. You stepped on the trap with that man, yo ass, I don't care who you were, your ass was getting lit. Mm-hmm. All right. And those are the things that I like. Did, did you have did you have the crown for a period of time? Right? Also, did you put out a good album? Because you know, some cats could just hop on the track and be hot, but go ahead, dude. But I was gonna say to you, M had the crown. For a good, oh, he well, two, he, three years yeah. maybe. He had, yeah, he definitely, he definitely. When that period with Jay Z was going down, M because what, what did Jay say? Only, only one making, only, only making music you. is M Pimp Juice, Nelly is Pimp Juice, and yeah. us making money is M Pimp Juice and us. Yeah. Then that's when Fifty started coming. Yeah, you could say you could, you could definitely say M had M held the crown. That's no, well, no question. Yeah. I don't want to say a long time. But I would say three, me, but hip hop though. hip hop for three years, year, pretty long. No, to be honest with you, if you have it for a year, all right. Mm-hmm. Now, also, it can go like this because who put out this? But it's still during your era, you know what I'm saying? But somebody kind of got hot in your era. Like for instance, when I bring up Rick Ross, that's still the Little Wayne Kanye era. You know what I'm saying? He was just he was hot in that era. I have a question for y'all. Do I'm trying to think. Who's had the crown? Look at all the different eras of hip hop, right? The longest? Do you really want to know? I, I, I do. You I, really want to know? I think I know who it is. Do you really want to know? Because I tell you, who's had the crown the longest? And I, wanna, I wonder if we're we thinking the same person. His name begin with a D. Yes. <laughs> One, two, three. Drake. Drake. Yes. <laughs> like, I think he's had the crown the longest for the longest. It's and amazing. Had, but, but there hadn't been. As much the, the same amount of competition. Also, we had Yay, you had Ross, but they was. But you got to remember, Yay, they and were, music kind of changed. It wasn't yes. about CDs. They were going down, though. Very they true, going, Ryan. They Very were going true. down. He was younger streaming, than them. Streaming, yep. So a younger art and mentioning streaming, that's what he broke through. Like by the time we heard him, it was on uh, what it was on the uh, um, take so long or so so far gone or something like that. So far gone. Take care. <laughs> No, that was up no, the, the, it was the a mixtape. Mix oh, we're talking about back then. But yeah. he had been out before that mixtape. Mm. But for us older people at that, t- that time, uh, no, it was uh, it was so far gone. Wasn't oh, no, it? you're so, right. So yeah, far so gone. Far gone. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was so far gone. Like, and that's when we we start getting that mixtape. But he had been out some years prior to that mixtape with oh, the script. No, I want to say my little cousin Diamond. She's ten years younger than me, so she's twenty eight. I remember she came over to me and Chanel's first apartment. That was in two thousand seven, and that's when she told me. You don't, you end up on Drake Demons? I'm like Drake. I'm like yeah, like yeah. She was like yeah. You ain't heard him yet. Like John Demons, he's hot. That was 2007. It's 2020, yeah. and I would say right after that, like that next year, it was like whoa, this kid is pretty hot. This kid is everywhere. Yeah, he's still making hot stuff. I mean, hey, I mean, listen, it might not relate to everybody hey. anymore, but dude, it's still a top. But remember what <laughs> Probably. I said, remember last year, but look, like remember 12 I said, years. When I said last year that he's in the waning years of his mm. being just unadulterated at the top, and Tony and Melvin got mad, like, I don't see it. Now, I bet you, like, they listen to the music. They're going to say it one day when they're going to be like, yeah, it's, it's just not hitting the same. Which, and I was like, that happens with all Everybody, the rappers. But he can do with, so much. That's I the agree. thing about Drake. He can do Everything. And he's funny. Listen, and he's funny. Yeah, he is. He is. He makes I mean, fun of he appeals. The girls like him. I mean, Listen, every... I enjoy some Drake music. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm an older person. It's easy. I like Drake. Oh, y
like Drake. I like Drake. I like Drake. I mean, but he said he said Kendrick. He said J Cole. Yeah, they but, haven't gotten to the successful levels nah. that he's had. But he's such a pop star too. And also, I was going to say this. It also That's helps true. that he's, he's biracial. You know what I'm saying? And you it, think it so? And does it kind of help? Love him. Does it kind of help? He's not. He's not a great singer, but because he's a singer and versatility, he's on helps. a lot of different genres. It definitely, it definitely. He can helps. go everywhere, and it no, he's not a great. He's that's why he's a pop star right. because that's why yeah. he's a pop star because of the singing, basically. Yeah, but he see, can we do live a in a world song. where there's no great. So like nobody wants a Christopher. I was asked after this, where, where the hell is Christopher Williams at when I need him? Right, like I want oh. somebody to threaten somebody with a song. Like ooh, I mean, like I <laughs> that ain't around no more. I know, and, but they don't want it's always some whispering or auto tunes. And it's like, dude, just I, listen, it's a nice track. There's been some Drake songs I was like, dude, you just should have done is gave that song to somebody who could sing, sing. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But there's the threat of that real love. See, they keep that singing now because it's that real love aspect. They'll never let a mom get Hold on. See, my favorite Drake song is not even a song with him rapping. My favorite Drake song is Hold On. We're going home. Just so no. That's my favorite. That's my favorite Drake song. It's a this a perfect song all the way through, at least in my eyes. It's just a great song. It's a great a song. song. That's my favorite Drake song. It ain't even gotta be in the rhyme. It just sounds good. Just give me some music that sound good. That's my favorite one. Okay. Not saying it all like his, you know, saying the other shit, because I'd like a lot of his shit. My That's my favorite, favorite song. Drake's song is um on um what? The second, I think it's the second or third one. Real Take quick. care. Uh, Take care. Of the second, second one, one the is one, the one when he later. had the uh, was sitting there with the uh, the gold owl at the Take table. Take care. Take care. Take care. Yeah. The song he has a song that's dedicated to his mother and his grandmother, and that song always makes me uh, think about my grandmother and it makes okay. me want to cry. It's dope. I'm just want to look at uh, bring it up real quick. Yeah, I want to know what song that is. Um, I'm, I'm looking at that, that from the title. Okay. Yeah. We'll take care, mm-hmm. and it is uh, look what you've done. Look what you done. Okay, that's what. Look that's what, what you I done. Said. Look what you. Yeah. yeah, that was. Yeah, look what you done. That's a good song. Yeah, yeah I love, I love, I love this song. Like yeah. it makes me, um, it makes me feel a certain kind of way. But so that's, that's, my but that's music. Song. That's music, that's though, my man. Song. That's, that's my music. Song. But yeah, he deserves. See, a lot of people in our generation hates him, right? Saying why the dude he make good music? Just right, take the music dude. for what it is. Listen, he make good every, music. Everybody, everybody doesn't have to be Westside Gun. And I all like right. the I all grew, I always grew up my my uh school uh growing up was like, hey man, listen, what the girls like. You make sure you go ahead and rock that with what the girls like because they go like, Oh, you playing it? Yeah, come on over. Yeah. So mm-hmm. hey man, that's the way you're supposed to do it. But girls no. like Drake. Girls love Drake, man. I mean, I was thinking it's funny you bring bring up that run because I was thinking about that sneak that uh, Jimmy Ivan did when he made that song for Eminem and put everybody on it, but they didn't know Eminem was going to be like the Eminem comeback song. And that was like Drake, when that was when Drake first came out. And Drake the song about LeBron James? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and they were like, like we, it was like, we didn't know this was supposed to be, it was going to be like this song. Jimmy Ivan was like, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what did M do? M went on there and he bought it yeah, because nobody else knew it was going to be, that's how it was. <laughs> But, uh, who yeah. said dude? Who said Eminem could be on this song? Right, but God I mean, just it. think about that—that that he was that hot that they put him on there back then, and he's still hot now. Man, hats off to dude. All right, yeah. So I, I gotta know if y'all saw this one. It's a video of a man humiliating his cheating wife. I don't know if it's his wife. This he did what? Humiliating his oh. cheating wife. Oh. I don't know if it's his wife. Mm-hmm. This is from the Kenyan Post. 
uh, on their daughter's birthday is going viral on social media. Uh, the guy had suspected that he wasn't the biological father of the three-year-old daughter and decided to take a paternity test. His fears were confirmed when the DNA results showed that he wasn't the girl's biological father. Charlie, just between you and me, did you ever notice that your kids have sort of a year-round tan? Yeah, well, uh, my great-grandmother's half Italian. Half Italian? Oh, yeah. Well, that's probably why the water beats off the hair, huh? Yeah, so? I mean, a lot of people have different kind of hair. Oh, yeah. I mean, what are you, what are you, what are you uh, getting at? Oh, no, no, I'm just saying it's... Yeah. Come on, Charlie, God damn it! Those kids' dicks are bigger than them sausages. The devastated guy did not confront his wife immediately, but waited for the perfect moment. During their daughter's birthday... Now, see, this came... This isn't right. This was during the wife's birthday. Did so you... Yeah. I watched this. I watched it. No, uh, no, wait, no, 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 wife's no, birthday no, no. Or it was the kid's. It was the kid's birthday. I thought it was the. I thought it was. No, he said he gave her, and she was like, "Oh, you got it's not basically like it's not my birthday, but you're gonna give me a gift." Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, like, yeah, I get yeah, you that a makes gift it, too. Listen, yeah. That makes it even worse. Yeah, yeah. I did not know uh, that was that little girl's <laughs> birthday. Yeah. Uh, so listen, if you see the video, so the, the guy gives the, the, the spouse uh, a package, and she's basically going from gift bag to gift bag to gift bag to gift bag, and finally she gets an envelope, and she's like, "What is this? What? These better be tickets." Uh, to the, the Emirates of, of Saudi Arabia. Yeah, Dubai, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, she, which was like, okay. And she opens it up and it's a DNA test saying that he's not the, the kid's father. And she was like, what are you doing? How could you do this? Why would you choose today? Why would you choose today? I feel sorry for her. And I listen. It's funny when you, yes, it seemed like it was staged too. I mean, I'm not saying it was real or not. That's not what I'm saying. That's fake. Yeah, I'm not, listen what I'm saying, I'm not saying like, it's like, that was my thought, like, okay, this was staged. Mm -hmm. But the dude did tell her that her and the three-year-old got to the end of the month to get out of his crib, right? And I was like, that's cold-blooded. And listen, I know, I do, I would be Cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. <laughs> 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 nothing, but uh, dude, I don't even know. So I guess that's the question. If confronted with the same issue, what would you guys do? If somebody came to me, well, that'd be kind of weird. Uh, oh, look who's about to hop into the conversation. Um, if Did somebody was to come to me, somebody came to me, well, if I found out, like, what, Grace was in my kid or something like that? Yeah, yeah yes. same scenario. Yes. So if that means that Chanel would have to, or it's not, not even Chanel, did somebody on the out, like another dude walked up, eh, there's Jason Kessner. Hey, like, Jason. I follow Jason on Twitter at JF Kessner. Um, if somebody came up to me, he's like, man, I got something to show you. And show me some papers. And it was like, Grace is my, my baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, Grace is, I'm not Grace's father. How would I react? I mean, I'd be, obviously I'd be pissed off. I wouldn't kick Grace out the house, though. I've been raising it. I mean, she basically mine. That's what old she girl was trying to she, say. Like, man, she, the kid is your kid. I might've been like, hey, you need to go ahead and run it. Jordan can stay here with me. She'll know all but the could she? Could she though? Because <laughs> legally, she doesn't have an attachment to you. Because yeah. I'm with you. I uh, did. This was my question. You damn it may have to keep her to keep the kid because once she leaves and proves that you, you already proved that you're not the father. You don't. I right, listen. I'm I have to go get DNA test myself. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. So uh, one of my cousins who abandoned their kids, right? Um, I'm just said one. Um, one her, so her daughter was going, left and went to live with her father, right? 
and going through the process of, uh, you know, her, him getting illegal, everything straight with mm-hmm. her or whatever, they had to take a DNA test. Come find out that was not her father. Mm-hmm. Mind you, her mother had already abandoned her. Then she found out the dude that was her father wasn't her father. Damn. So she couldn't stay with him basically anymore. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know if he, he was not him. Yeah, you're not legally, he does not have the authority yeah. to be able to do that. So, like, that's the thing where I would think you would have to think about it because, man, dude, I'm going to tell you, we just going to have to work this out. Uh, if I care about that kid like that and how I care about my kids, and, I mean, like you said, I done invested. I remember um, my mother's boyfriend one time asking, uh, joking with him, and he was like, I was like, something, something, did you want to find out? If your one of your kids wasn't yours, he's like, "Nah, I'd have raised him." Like, basically, what's the your point? kid, right? He's yeah. like, "What's the, what's the point?" So, yeah, I would. It'd be hard for me, man, uh, to sit there. I mean, because basically, I'm that kid's parent. I believe if you raise a kid, the kid is yours. Uh, biological is biological. Is who put spent time with that that child and tried to bring that kid and nurture that child up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I feel. So it'd be hard for me. To be like, get your ass out of here with that kid. Like, dude, detached himself from that. Listen, if that was real, he stopped loving that baby before that. Yeah. Right? He was looking, he was looking at the cut of her jib like <laughs> I knew them wasn't my eyes. Exactly. Mm. Look at them feet. Look at them feet. <laughs> no, no, Willis feet. <laughs> you see that toe? I don't got that toe. Spurl feet are not made like that. <laughs> what, well, what would you, you do, Sid? Yeah, it, I know. I uh, see. I know you kicking all the motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what would you do? I'm sorry, Sid. I shouldn't ask you a stupid question. Ryan, what would you do? Sid is uh, like, get the fuck, get your shit, get your shit, and get out. I know Sid is not playing. What? 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 That's your son. That ain't my motherfucking son. See, I would say Sydney would hit a woman, but I could see him like grab her, her shirt and push her towards the Go! Damn, Sydney. Take your baby with you. Daddy! Daddy! I ain't your daddy, motherfucker. Tossing the baby seat out the out the car out the window. Can you read this? Can you read this? I'm only two. It says it ain't you ain't mine. Oh, oh my, my god. god. What I would do. Well, I hope well, Sydney would. Do. I hope Sydney would. <sighs> <No. laughs> well, I, I don't like the tactic of the birthday party of a kid. If you're going to go low blow, you got to save it for her birthday and do it where it's not kid involved potentially. Kind of keep that secret because I don't think I could kick a kid out that you raise. Come on. I mean, what are we talking about here? Yeah, like, biological is important to a degree, but only to a certain degree. Like, mm-hmm. we obviously know adoption works. We know anybody can raise somebody with love and care and nurturing. So, yeah, I don't know about just, hey, let me ruin your birthday party and get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that cake. You ain't mine. Jody's <laughs> packing up the presents. Like, I'm going to just put this in a box for you right now, baby, because uh, you're not going to be long for him. Yeah, I got it for you. It's over the fence. <laughs> Go pick it up. Damn. Jason, what would you do? I mean, again, I think it's like what Ken said about like, but you would assume you've gotten pretty attached by this point. Like, I'm a sentimental guy. The, 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 the mom would have to have really poisoned the well for me to just be like, turn my back yeah. on a child. Yeah. 
Mm. Or the kid was just going to hold that to the grave. But I never bonded to. And it's like, now this explains this. Why you're in. The demon spawn. Yeah, a menace to society, a terror on wheels. You ain't that badass kid. Get out of here. I never really liked that mother. I never really liked that motherfucker in the first place. All my shit come on missing. What the mm. fuck is this shit? You and him. Get the fuck out of here. Oh man, that would that one. Listen, that one would be uh, dick dastardly. And uh, I remember seeing something about a guy during the comments of this, and somebody was like, "Yeah, this dude. I had a friend, and uh, he didn't find out. Like he raised like three kids, and then find out today he was grown that they wasn't his. And all and three. Man, how the hell does that even happen? How do you not know? How do you not know? What do you mean, how do you not know? Come on, man. Three kids by the same woman and not not one not nam no not well, nam one. Said it was the not same nam one is his. Yeah, I think it was the same woman. If they take after the mom, you know, there's no obvious cheating behind your back. Think about this. Has come out looking like whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, think about this. Think about this. What if Shuddy's shooting blanks? Right? Yeah. And didn't know? And didn't know, and all the kids look a lot. They look the same. So you think, listen, they kind of look like her, but at least they all look the same. You know what I'm saying? But they, so you, yeah. So it kind of it, it quells your suspicion to a certain degree. Uh, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, what if you, what if you shooting blanks, man? And you don't know, Shuddy out here getting that that real loving, and you out right. there with capping with a cap gun. And she's Joe like, down hey, the street, plowing through yeah. your honey. Yeah, and then she's on the side having a kid with somebody else. How you gonna know? To finish off this point about the the biological kid, I think it's also tied into the like I've had to deal with this as I get a little bit older and I'm still childless. Mm-hmm. You think, oh well, how important is it to you that it is in fact your biological child? And then you break down that uh, answer to that question. You're like, eh, well, let's be realistic. A lot of that is selfishness. Like a kid Some a people kid. like that though, Jason. I know people that are staunch biologicalers. True. Yeah, I know somebody like that too. Ain't no wrong with your kids being yours. But there's an analysis there. Adoption like, isn't on the table. Oh, Am I yeah, I thought, no, no, no. no. Yeah, actually, yeah. That, that has been a discussion. Um, maybe foster care or something. Uh, that had been a discussion here. Like, yeah, I'm with you on that note. Still had to have that thought. But then it makes you always though. think about problem child. And how the grandfather was like, you bringing that junk blood into this. <laughs> you know, like either adoption or, or step. Like, am, oh, you know, you, you oh, Jason, like a, Jason, you got stepdaddy written all over you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my you be God. A, listen, you going to be one about of that man's sperm like that. Yo, you ain't knocking nothing up. You're going to be one of the greatest. Just forget having. He's going to be one of the greatest. Boy, he's going to be one of the greatest stepfathers of all time. Like, you are a stepfather goat. <laughs> a stepfather no, no, goat. Wait, wait. The Hall of Fame. Do you remember? No, do you remember you hear this, first? Jason? All right, wait, Black wait, man's writing your narrative. <laughs> 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 just, let me tell you. Let me tell you. If you can go back to when Jason first came around the show, Jason was in a relationship. Yeah. Uh, and I think within a year, that relationship dissolved. But Jason used to still go and spend time with the dog, right? Yeah. And I forgot that, right? about that. I forgot right? about yeah. that. So <laughs> he's going to be the stepfather that's like, I'm, I'm, you going to let me see him or what? <laughs> I'm not I think it's, no, I think it's, wait, it's but, wait, wait, wait. But is that the stepfather or is that the divorced dad that yeah. has the energy? It's both. It's both. But I mean, because I'm not saying you won't. I'm not saying you won't have a kid. 
But I can still see you being a stepdad, maybe then having a kid. I can see you being like, you need to let me be around. I can see you so angry. The stepdad energy, that's kind of like selfless and that's nice. But the, the, the desperately loving divorced dad energy, that, that's oh, yeah, a little that's bit like sadder. That like yeah. makes me want to cry myself to sleep. I agree with you. I agree with you. All right, last one, guys. Uh, this is from CNN. Orlando Magic Four, Jonathan Isaac became the first NBA player to stand for the national anthem as the league resumed play after a 20-week hiatus due to the coronavirus pandemic. The television broadcast showed Isaac, who was black, standing as a player uh, coach, standing and a player coach, coaches from both teams, as well as referees took a knee during the uh, playing on the national anthem. Uh, the 20-year-old was also the only player seen not wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt. He explained his position on Friday at the game versus the Brooklyn Nets, saying that he doesn't think putting on a shirt on and kneeling went hand-to-hand with supporting Black lives. For me, Black lives are supported through the gospel. All lives are supported through the gospel. We all have things uh, that we do wrong, and sometimes it gets to a place that we're pointing fingers at who's wrong and who's worse, or who's wrong wrong is seen. So I feel like the Bible tells us that we all fall short of God's glory. That will help us bring us closer together and get past a skin color, get past anything that's on the surface that doesn't really get into the hearts of man and woman. And I call bullshit. Yeah, big time. big time bullshit. Go ahead. And I mean, uh, a buddy of ours, uh, Sean Davis, he had a thread on Facebook today. Uh, he tagged me in it. Yeah, Sean's, um, a, Sean's a preacher, right? Yeah, Sean's his father. father comes to, yeah, his minister's father's a, a minister. Minister suit. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, look, that's basically his small life-ish, is what I said, right? That's basically what he said. And we could try to wrap it around the Bible and all that. Um, it's, it, he basically said all lives matter. So what, and again, I'm not, and I said this earlier, I'm not necessarily a person that's behind the organization. Like, I'm not like, I'm behind Black BLM, the organization, 10 toes. That's not what I'm saying. I'm behind Black Lives Matter as it needs, we need to address the fact that they're not considered equal in this country is what I'm behind. That's what I'm behind. I'm, like I said earlier in the show, I'm not saying all, like all your donations should not go to BLM. I need to know some more. I'm not saying don't support them, but there's there's more people out here. We kind of get uh, blinders on and go in on to, to, to one group or something like that. So if he's saying that, now if he was like, I don't like the mission statement of Black Lives Matter, I understand that, all right? There's some things in there you'd be like, hmm, right? If, the, if he's saying that, I'm cool with it. But if you're saying in the gospel that we're, we're going off of who's wrong and who's right, when this is systemic, this is... This isn't the gospel right here, all right? This is a, a system that's been set in place, all right? So we, we again, I'm not just in the Bible and saying um, that we shouldn't, we shouldn't be, have a place in our lives, but we're talking about breaking a system, all right? That's what, that's what we're talking about. This is a system. So just saying like, well, if you're pointing fingers, then you're not listening, you're not learning. And again, I'm not even talking about that we don't have to listen to one another. But if we can't sit down and address the problem and put the problem in front of one another, then we're never going to get down to the nitty gritty. Yeah, I don't know. I always kind of trips me out when I hear people kind of bring up religion within all of this. Because I, I always want to like ask them, like, so what do you think about Martin Luther King? Or what do you think about Malcolm X? What do you think about people who, who are very religious but went to the if degree to be able to get to the point of where you are right now. Now, it was John, people back John Lewis. John Lewis, right. Mm-hmm. But it was people back then, other ministers that looked at Martin Luther King was like, man, y'all going way too far. Y'all they're radicals. Radical. They're, they're revolutionaries. Y'all, y'all revolutionaries. Like, I ain't trying to get on this. So is what he's saying uncommon? No, it's not at all. 
It's been happening in this country forever. You want to have people, like I said before earlier in the show, you have people with different opinions. But it's just cruises. <laughs> Probably, yeah. But I, but it's, it just doesn't make any. I, I, I'm not religious, so it doesn't hit me the same kind of way. But you do have people, like we said, Sean Davis, our very own uh, Tony Gill, fathers of pastor. My my man is a is a, a bona fide church boy. You know what I'm saying? And he even came like, nah, bro. That yeah. yeah, you ain't you ain't being taught right. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, listen, I mean, it's the, boy, the boy ain't hit nobody. He ain't killed nobody. He won't go out here. He don't want to say, all right, whatever. Listen, when he here. stood up, I first was like, hmm, right? I was like, I'm not gonna file on this one, but I was like, hmm, I want to know. I'll wait. Right, this is right. Yeah. And then when he hit with this, I was like, oh, you are on the list. I didn't. I, I was gonna. I was. I was. I put you on, but it was like the shadow list. It's yeah. like, oh, no, unveil that. Unveil that motherfucker. Right. He's on the motherfucking list. You on the list. He went from pencil to pen. Yeah. Let me say this. Let me say this. And then, if it, and I, by no means am I trying to disrespect anybody. I believe in spirituality, all right? And I, I, and I think the Bible definitely has lessons. Mm-hmm. But if you're telling me as a black man and as black people, we're still arguing over religion that was given to us from somebody else, religion that was used to be like, just work this land and you're going to make it to heaven. Mm-hmm. And he, like in a book that was remixed, and they went back to a dude in Constantinople that was like, yeah, he had a dream that said, "With this, you you unite." Which basically was he got an idea and was like, "Man, if we all Christians, all this shit gonna be cool again." Hey, listen, I believe in spirituality. All right, so I, I'm going against what D says as far as saying he's not religious. I have been uh, quote unquote religious. Catholic school boy that was an altar boy, grew up in a Baptist church. Um, but I'm still saying that common sense does factor in too. Absolutely. All right. And that's the only point I'm going to make. I'm not, because I'm not trying to discount anyone's beliefs because I do believe in spirituality. But some of the things that we argue, like the, the, when we talk about, when we talk about Terry Crews, we talk about Jonathan Isaac, and when we talk about black organizations like Black Lives Matter, like you have people gangbanging over something that your oppressors gave you. Gave you. That's all I got to say. I mean, for me, I just think like sometimes when, especially when we talk about the Bible specifically, you have to be careful. I mean, that's been a tool to hurt people in history. I mean, Spanish missionaries came over here and basically enslaved the Native Americans through Christianity. I mean, it's been a tool. And a lot of times, like we've heard from Jonathan Isaac, like, oh, well, the gospel doesn't teach us this, so we shouldn't be a part of so-and-so cause. It can be used as a negative thing. So it's not a negative thing overall, but I hope he understands that when you hide behind the Bible, sometimes that's a terrible thing. It's not always just a positive blanket. It's a good thing. And I hope he understands that like his like people that are against or go with this all lives matter agenda, usually try to use the Bible as one of their reference points. Like, hey, God's already told us all of our lives are good, so we shouldn't be having Black Lives Matter. So he's got to be careful with that kind of stuff. Real quick, this is something from the Bible that has always stuck out and was used against Black folks, if you can remember. Uh, the curse of Ham. Ham was Noah's quote-unquote dark son, all right? His, his son, his Canaan son, Canaanites are looked at as being Africans, all right? <laughs> uh, it occurs in the book of Genesis imposed by the patriarch Noah it occurs in the context of Noah's drunkenness and is provoked by a shameful act perpetrated by Noah's son, Ham, who saw the nakedness of his father. So basically how the story goes, Noah was lit and Ham seen his ass drunk and lit 
And Noah cursed him and said, you and your people basically will, suffer, will, will serve and suffer under your brothers. All right. That's how the Bible has been used against us. That is one of the things that our oppressors have used against us for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. All right. And just stating facts. You know what I'm saying? Again, I, I think there's great value within the Bible. I think those stories and those can be used to tell you how to live your life in a correct manner. But I also think you need to be, I don't know, you got to be real with that. You, you can use it, but it wasn't yeah. made for us. I mean, let's just be, it's just facts, man. It wasn't, it wasn't. But again, real quick, I, I'm sorry I jumped in again. If, if Jason has to say something, guys, you only got like 10 seconds though. No, I, I just, it's really easy for me to like go way too hard on something like this just because it's from a very religious standpoint. So I'm kind of like sit back here and be like, mm, let people like Dedrian or just the, the, the very religious Puerto Rican in the room about the, the things he's doing for the all, all lives matter <laughs> cause at the detriment of minorities everywhere. Because yeah. it really is, it's carrying water for people that are using the Bible to just, just continue the oppressive system that exists. So, but yeah, like you said early on with this, Ken, he just sounds very ill-informed. And like, you know, the easy thing would be to be like, what's the Bible got to do with it, man? Like, you live in right here, right now, today. What do you feel? Right, right. So, you know, some people live the, the gospel truth so intently that you can't separate that. But for me, it's like, come on. I feel like you're like putting the Bible front and center so you can't tell what's really in your heart. Okay. All right. So we're all here. We're trying to see if Josh did say he's going to hop in, but if he hop in, whatever, I don't know. He's yeah, so. something. All right, cool. Um, Since you need eight goodbyes, let's get the eighth one out the way. <laughs> hey, man. Hold on now, brother. Come on. You see the guys was like, man, I ain't coming. I ain't coming today. We did that on Tuesday. I ain't, I ain't coming back today. Like, so. <laughs> I, I see his black name. ass again. I see his black ass again. I'm going to tell you the name of this. I'm gonna tell you the name of this pod right now, and it's yeah. this is it. <laughs> right? I yeah. feel like we fumbled, we've kind of fumbled the language in of this being like that we actually have more content to come out. Because no. really, Tuesday, no, because Tuesday, if people took Tuesday as being the final show, the final really. segment of the D and Davis show. But I mean, but people still yeah, looked at it as you were going, you good. were going away. And the messaging wasn't correct. And then we drop the Lawrence interview after that. And then we go drop this after that. So it's this is this is it. All right. This is this is it. All right. Um, but yeah, I'm not about to go into wax poetic. I think I've waxed poetic enough. Enough. Yeah. You, this you, is you, your you uh, final goodbye. Uh, unless Kyle has something he wants to say or add to it. Yeah, we haven't heard from Cuzzo. Uh, Let's call him blue, blue, blue headphones or pink sweatsuit, whichever, which one you want. <laughs> The pink sweatsuit. That's that's a new one. Cal no, means you don't know that you don't know the artist pink sweatsuit. I do, I do. Okay. Uh, Cuzzo, you muted, but this is Cal Mains, editor director for WeAreRigorio.com. Make sure you follow Cal on Twitter at uh, work underscore rights and IG K means. It's K means it. Yeah, K means it. The you know, like I said, it's building off what we said on Tuesday. It's all love, man. You know, I appreciate you know, I appreciate everything that I appreciate the way that we've come together and it hasn't been hasn't been exactly what Ken described it as the other day. I know, I know. But but it has been a, a further combining. And what did I describe it as? What did I describe it as the other day? You basically you, said you you you, 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 you both you birth you birth both of us and just put yeah. us together. 
I thought Ken said that the show. Like we had no relationship before (laughs) we started doing. (laughs) (laughs) Quit taking credit for being cousins. (laughs) Man, they family wouldn't wouldn't even have been as tight if I never existed. (laughs) You're right. Look at this. Look at this. I bring bring families together. Listen, I need both of their screens on the side of me, and I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> oh man! Oh, man. Go, go ahead, family. No, on the real though, it, it you know it has been a lot, you know, doing doing this work with you and um, like like you like you, you kind of described like a, a unique alchemy that we had in building all this together and and bringing all these relationships together that we have and you no, know, it's just been very rewarding and, and and fun, man and. You know, I appreciate all you guys, man. I got love for all y'all, man. And, you know, it's just going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be unique. You know, it's going to be, you know, tough to not have this particular outlet, you know, going forward. But we got plenty more, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, ain't nobody stopping. And, you know, I'm, I'm always here for y'all if y'all want to do more creative things. So, you know, that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, the show's not going anywhere right now. Yeah, the show ain't going nowhere. Sid, I don't know if you want to... I'm not a big speech guy, but I just want to say thank you for letting me back in. We start my sports broadcasting career. It'll be seven years and a couple of weeks, you know, joining the show and everything. I appreciate all you guys. And uh, as I said on the last Second City Sports Podcast, I'm telling everyone here who's watching and listening, these like Don Cornelius, he's going from in front of the camera to behind the camera, so he's not totally going anywhere. Right. What? I take Don Cornelius. Soul Train, right? <laughs> Boy, Don Cornelius was a. He's going to production. I didn't know he was going to production. <laughs> I'm not, but I, I'm, I don't mind me compared to Don D, Cornelius. He was a bad. D about, to, D, D about to beat on a woman. <laughs> oh, oh no! What is this? I just wanted to be fly like Don Cornelius. <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah letting it fly. You ain't still a soul train from me. <laughs> Let me fly, Don Cornelius. Oh man! <laughs> actually, actually, I want to check out that uh, BET show. I, I never watched it. I want to. I want to check that out. But thank, yeah, but thank you, but thank you, uh, Sid. I think D is kind of like. Man, he, he he's kind of a mixture of Fred Sanford and Sherman Hemsley mixed with a twist, a twist of Arthur Ashe. Since we just make since we just making shit up on your ass. A hint, a hint of Franz Ferdinand too. A snitch. A See, I, I thought a snitch of Magellan, personally. <laughs> oh my God! Hey man, all those guys, you know, by first, by I mean, you know, all those guys. So uh, I, I ain't mad at that. Um, oh, hey man, man, listen, this is listen, this is the whole thing about what what we do. It's to come and have fun. Hopefully, people sit, listen, and watch us, and they are laughing, going crazy too. Uh, but that's just, that's what I always wanted to do, man. This I just wanted to have fun. That's it, man. I think life is super serious. Um, and you sometimes need that outlet 
And it was, I think it's been great for us to have this outlet and also be able to build an outlet for some other people to be able to, to be able to go along on this ride. And that's from, man, I forgot all about Jason when his girlfriend and he was still walking the dog and going to see the dog. I completely forgot about <laughs> yeah, that. Dog. Still, I still, completely forgot still about that. Still but, watching the dog. But the D and David show. But the D and David show would give you that. Just those kind of crazy stories, you know. Uh, but man, it's been it's been so fun. Uh just sitting back and just reminiscing of all the t- all the things we've done, all the discussions we've had, the things we've been able to um, do over um, over this time in my career. Uh, I'm just trying to think of something something else that kind of hopped out to us. Uh, just this when me and Ken first starting and uh, doing a blog talk radio and and uh, doing a football aisle and we trying to come up with interests and stuff like man we gonna have a helicopter and it's gonna it's gonna football island you know what I'm saying let's go yeah yeah I mean we had those kind of way you guys should be suing Dana White for the island yeah I know. Damn, Dana stole White. that from you. Uh, to go into that, to going into class, man, having crazy discussions about class uh, and class, man, um, and then just like, not even sneaking off, just leaving. Like, hey, man, we about to go do our own thing. We must start. Yeah, it was too much plan. It was too much plan. Yeah. It was like, let's go record. Doing, yeah, go. doing all that to like me doing a, uh, the music video in school. That was really cool. And mm. um, then being able to go down to the studio and teaching ourselves how to run the board and how to do that. It was like, ah, let's just see where it go. And to just go through all those things, man. It's like, it's probably so many stories and memories. Well, at least stories that I can't remember right now uh, because it's been so many, man. It's, it's, it's really been a long time. And uh, I've been having a blast uh, doing it uh with all of y'all man i had i've had a blast doing it with hey, all of y'all yeah what's first after officially done with the show i'm going to build a patio for my grandmother's barbecue grill hmm. <laughs> so legit <laughs> As soon as I get off here, like, all right, I gotta go put this patio together. So uh <laughs> because listen, when my family my family found out when I wasn't doing a show no more, they was like, oh man, really? It's like, oh, okay, D or Bear. Hey, you know what, man? You know, you've done a lot, and you should be proud of yourself. You know, that's good, man. You, you, you. I can. My grandmother, my grandson's been on TV, and he's doing doing this all year. So, what you doing Thursday? No, 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 two things, two things, two things. I usually hear when I um I talk to my grandma. Number one, so what you doing? I want, I want you to come over and uh, do something. I need you to help me do something. Like, okay, how's Cal doing? What is he up to? <laughs> like, Cal's good, Grandma. Okay, because, you know, I talked to Wanda and <laughs> talked to his mother, whatever like that. So those are usually the two things. Like, where's Cal? Yeah, Cal? Yeah. Tell Auntie Joanne I got a rate. I ain't, I ain't just going to be put to indentured service. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Where's Cal? Tell Cal and see if he can come over here and help you with this demands. <laughs> you know, so um, but uh, but no, that's probably the first thing you're really gonna do. But other than that, man, you know what? I'm actually kind of looking forward to kind of like you know, saying just having time. You know, saying having all this extra time because even we had two shows and then the time we'd be on TV, whatever like that. I think people 
don't understand the the hours behind the scenes to get stuff out, to prepare, to prepare for interviews, to get things posted. Once we do that, once we have the show, then it's on top of the show. So there's a lot to this. It's not just coming on, flipping on the, you know, throwing the headphones on and just flipping it on and just going. It's discussions, it's meetings, it's, you know, saying topics we got to get through. It's, it's a lot of, it's a lot to do. So selfishly, I'm going to be looking forward to just kind of like having that time back. Cause I haven't really had it in a very, very long time. Uh, just kind of sit back, you know, and watch sports and do something. I don't know. Uh, but I'm looking forward to doing that. I'm looking forward to that. And also texting with all y'all asses. Cause you know, ain't nothing going to change with that. You know what I'm saying? We're going to still having a crazy ass story. Like Melvin dropped the whole thing today about, uh, Lou Williams getting a, uh, a lap. We didn't get a lap dance. He went in, he tipped from a distance. He saw something. He was. He saw a dance while his wings was getting cooked. Two birds, one stone. That's what it's called. So, um, <laughs> but no, man, that's what I'm looking forward to. So, like I said, man, um, I've had a blast over all these years, man. Like I said, I had to rep the shirt, rep the brand. You know what I'm saying? The last day out. Still want one of those. Never going to happen now. Well, yeah. Never exactly, gonna exactly. I didn't get one was... either. Hey, hey, man, man, we might just. just D, you got to X out the D on there. This is going to be Davis. <laughs> Davis <laughs> show. The Davis show. Hey, it sounds pretty good, man. The Davis show. That sounds pretty good. Um, I, don't know, I don't know if it'll be taken serious. I thought about just why? the Davis show. Why? Because sometimes it's like, yeah, that doesn't sound like, should it be the Davis show or should it be Kendall Davis show? So I, I don't know. Because in this, I didn't really want to name it after me, to be honest with you. What, you, what, what are you thinking? I was just maybe thinking about a name, but then it was like, you probably should oh, just man. name it after it's, yourself. Yeah, yeah. The Dave, I, I like know, that. Dude. I like that. The Davis show. But I thought about the Davis, but it's just kind of like, I don't know. I mean, it's, I'll, we'll see the direction that this is going to go as we try to figure it out. Lawrence uh, gave you House of K. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, but listen, <laughs> and you, the worst part was, I feel like he meant it when he was like, I'm like, hell yeah, now it's time to get your ass out the way. That's not how, like, that. Oh, like, man. I said, friends. I said, um, we could sit there and, you know, you can give me a little bit of change. I heard you said, um, that may be what we do with this show. Um, you know what I'm saying? But we'll figure, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, man. we got to get, it's, we got to do new pictures. We got to do a lot of stuff. Uh, you will wait the middle of the year. But uh, we got a lot of stuff to do uh, to try to figure it out. Um, but I, so. but it's good though. with uh, Photoshop to take D out of all the pictures. So we I just, thought about this. Just, just black me out. Just, just can. But it should actually be a black mark there, so you know <laughs> somebody was actually there at one point. What is this? What is this used to be? But to say, just listen. He's about to next week. I'm going to start the disc fest to make it because it's, it's always better if people think it was controversy. It's Jay Hood said. Uh, oh man! Or whatever. It'd be better. Man, it's yeah. good to get some baggage off your chest. <laughs> Fuck you and the click you came. Oh, that's gonna be like the first, the first solo one. <laughs> Who is kid keeps subtweeting in this motherfucker? Oh man! Uh, but oh, yeah, it's definitely. I think about it's funny. I think about the time, uh, in particular, with you and Kyle and myself. Uh -huh. We did um, trapped in a room with a zombie. Oh yeah! How, uh, yeah, that just came up on Facebook though. It did. I did didn't, it? I didn't, yeah, I ain't see it. I don't even know if I was using that tool back then. But uh, I remember how sweaty I was in that damn room. And I was that was fun. Like that. 
That was right, yeah, that, that was, was a good so, that was a good day, man. I almost got us up out of that damn. You did, you did. I almost um, that dude didn't reach under and grab my foot under the table because I was working that thing and about to and they everybody abandoned it. And I'm like, I had the damn thing. And yeah. dude, he grabbed my foot. I'm like, muscle fucker. But yeah. that one, I don't think ruin about my those, baby powder. <laughs> uh, the picture, the picture on the uh, on the top twelfth uh, floor, whatever that is on the proof. When we first uh, got up in there with the three of us or whatever, um, that we took. You know, I know Kyle. You remember? Y'all remember that picture that we had when we first? Uh, yeah, we, I know. Yeah, we in, first in a new building outside. Oh, the seventh floor. Well, seventh to eleventh floor, whatever that was. Eleventh floor. Yeah. Um, uh, just the times to think about how we moved forward when Sid joined us. Um, with Jason, definitely how he helped us and yeah. uh, getting close with Jason, and then uh, Ryan returning and being such a, a great point. We already gave all the plots to Young T uh, for what he's meant to us. But go ahead, dude. Wait, 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 wait. Remember the, the classic, classic Red Eye video that we did. <laughs> yeah. And then it was so good. We got an old girl to come down. I forgot. I think her name was Melissa. I can't remember her name. She brought us the cupcakes. It wasn't Melissa. It wasn't Melissa. I was don't it? think. Yeah, but remember she brought us the cupcakes. She wants to take. She wants to take the gang gang photo. Yeah, because that came up in Facebook in the last month. Yeah, Yeah. that was such a dope video. (laughs) How Tony and Kyle was just next to Ken as Ken was giving his answers. It's like who are the other two dudes? And then I was able to shoot it. And then it was the one coming around the corner and they just walking and Ken is giving his answers. Man, that's the one thing. That was so that I don't say was that is so great about us. How creative we are, and yeah. how cre- and how, how creative we are on the fly. Right, a lot of that stuff we was just. I was we was doing that work. Let's go. We let's make this do this real quick. Yes, yeah, we, we was, was on lunch work. break, or we were like we weren't even on lunch break. Like, I, no, I, I, he's I, like, I let's go back. do this fifteen minutes real quick. I'd be let's back. go on it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, real we, fast. We, that was go ahead, that Kyle. was so much fun. And, and you know, I don't want to be in any regretful shit, but I think. We we kind of we should have had like a videographer type dude fuck with us, and like we should should have did more behind the scenes videos before the lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind the teeth, because there's a lot of shit like when we was, whatever we was taping, be it at the school or at or at a Prudential or just hanging around ourselves. Like Mm -hmm. we could have got we could have had a lot of unique and memorable moments that we could have put out there. So many things we said, like, man, on the break, <laughs> we were talking yeah. about this. How many times we say that coming back in on the show? Like, man, if we could just record, you know what I'm saying, what we talk about off time, I mean, off the microphone, or the time we had Craig Hodges in the studio, and then he pulled us to the side and was talking about, what did, what did he say? Talking about social security number and everybody got some money. He, yeah, he was talking about yeah. babies being marked when they put yeah. their board or something. He was getting deep. He was in that whole step bag, man. For like, real, Hodges. man. Watch your Hodges slander on this. Yeah. I love man. I'm not slandering the I'm not slandering the guy, man. He, yeah. he just was he was coming respect, at us. Respect yeah. the guy at all times. Right, right. That man he wore just, white dashiki in front of the bush. What you gonna do for black people? You damn right. Hey man, I love I love Craig Hodges. I mean, all the people we had on, man, even from when we was covering, we was doing a flip. We first started a flip when no Agent Orange was in office. That's we like first the second or third episode. Yeah, we, was, that, yeah. we was in that small little That's studio. Right. 
We was that in that one of the wildest studio. nights. Yeah, yeah we watching it. We watching it. I forgot, like, I think I forgot that I was with you guys, yes, and yes. we were watching yeah. the returns, and we were mm-hmm. like, "Oh, no big deal." And, we and Tony kept like, hitting us, and was like, "Is he about to get?" We was like, "No." Yeah, yeah. she was like. When we was yeah. leaving that night, it was like, oh, shit. Quiet. Listen, I woke up that morning. It's funny because I had an interaction. I had a discussion through Twitter with Taxstone because uh, mm. I had a set there. and <laughs> Taxstone was still free then. Taxstone was free then, right? <laughs> Taxstone was free then. And I can't remember what he had posted, but I remember being like, dude, that's my energy because I'm like, they let us know what the deal is because he had put up. He had put out an emergency podcast that day. That's what it was. And I was basically going off of what I was telling y'all. That shit was lined up. I was like, thanks for letting me know now. Because that's what I was saying when we was leaving. And I like, shit, we know now. We got to get our shit together, right? Yeah, yeah. And I remember us, uh, me and Taxstone going back, just a little bit back and forth uh, over that or whatever. But yeah, that one, that was a mind blow right there. That's that was really nice. <laughs> That, that was the one I remember we were doing. joking about it. And then all of a sudden, towards the end, we, I don't know if it was after we wrapped the show or just as we wrapped the show, we're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. By the time we got home, I was like, oh, yeah, he about to win. And, man, I think we can't drop me off. I was like, yeah, he won. Uh, that was one. Um, the draft shows that we was able to do. Yeah, we, shout those, out to Pendleton and Steve stuff with that yep, too. Yes, they were. That was really cool. <laughs> the fact that we was able to do uh, live remotes out of Windy City, uh, the Bulls. That was really cool, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. What um, was that lounge you were at in the South Loop? That like. Oh uh, yeah, you talking about no one, no one, no one. Yeah, you was, the, you was, was the, the only sugar. You was the only sugar up in the up in the spot. He held us down. Jason showed up. Yeah, uh, it, was, yeah. It, was, it was the first time I was like that, but it was not the last time. No, no, no. I think it was, I think it used to be called the Roosevelt. I think that was the name of that spot. Um, but that was pretty cool. The times down at No One Radio, uh, Mike Shane and, and Julia and everybody down there. Uh, those had some really KG. Cool. KG, KG, rest in peace, KG. RP KG. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, yeah, yeah, man. It's just it's been nuts. It's been nuts, man. I, I also too. I remember when I first uh, went down to uh, IC, I was IC, ICB when it was called then, and uh, I played my Cal Corver interview to Ernie Scanton. And I forgot the lady name who was doing the admissions. And before, I don't know if they still do it. I have no idea. But they used to make you go in and do an audition to see if you could get to the school. Quote, unquote. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, I have this interview I did with Kyle Corver. Can I play it for you? And it was like, you got an interview with Kyle Corver? And I played it. And I remember Ernie was like, man, you just in school. Like, what's up? You gonna come? You gonna come? You coming to school? You coming to school? I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Like, oh man, you gonna do it? So just having that energy and meeting Ernie Scanton for the first time, man. Definitely Ernie, man. A lot of uh, jewels right there. Lot and of it's Devontae's birthday today. Oh, happy yeah, birthday, Devontae! Yeah. That's another teach. one. Teach. Shout out to Shout Teach, out to man. Teach. So, but all no the people, homie. yeah, all the people that I've met, man, over this time, it's been it's been crazy. So. um but yeah, man, I don't want to hold y'all too long. You know what I'm saying? Um, you don't want three more shows, Seth, telling you goodbye. I'm no, good. he wants to go do this patio. <laughs> I, got I think patio. next week. I think next week we should just do a goodbye D show without DJ. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I think we should go COVID. We get a cutout and we put him on. Just put, just put me on there. Right. 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 Y'all go take a picture of this. Yeah, the defense. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, he has to give us personalities. He has to give us dirty D. He's whoa, gotta give whoa, us. Whoa, whoa. Let Ooh, me that's get true. The D. Let me get the D. Go ahead. D. Oh yeah, that's that. 
That's that defense right there. Mm. Let me get all the guys. I don't know about Give me that Bibby. Give me that Bibby look. What's the Bibby look? I don't I don't know what the Bibby look was. Bibby was a savage. You gotta go get one of your uh one of your hats that that buckle at the front. He need old Dobbs hat, kid. Where's my Kango? My Kango upstairs. My Kango. We need one of those for Bibby, but yeah. It's yeah, definitely man. been a pleasure. It's been a it's pleasure. It's been a pleasure, brothers. Yeah. Um, I, I told you this. I, ca- I called you this week. Uh-huh. Uh, and um, and it's funny because you know once you really rock with somebody, you call them out the blue and they answer the phone. Mm-hmm. And I called you, and the thing that I told you was I was happy with the amount of kudos and people reaching out to you. Yeah, man. Um, and how special it was. And then the thing was, man, we were sweet. Like it'd be yeah. different, like when uh we so guys when we it'd be different floors, if we sucked if we was uh, if we was average and I'm not uh, getting of it we were average if not less yeah, than that yeah very much especially before like even before Sid and Kyle jumped on mm-hmm. and uh with Jason and Tony and then with Ryan uh we were average if not below average but still funny yeah um but one thing when we were in the text after we did the Lawrence interview he said you know you guys are an incredible team and uh you know great individuals. And uh, that's what's gonna be missed. Um, yeah, it's man. Fox in the hole. I'm with all y'all. Um, but it, knowing that you did that um, means the most. You know, like he was there. You can't say nothing about my man's. My man's was there. Yeah. So uh, that's the thing that we 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 created something. Uh, definitely when it comes to the crew, but even just with you and myself, because um, the buck a lot of times stop right there. Uh, that was entertaining, and uh, we did it at a at an entertaining level that I think people could ingest and enjoy. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole game, right? This, it's to entertain people, and I think we was able to entertain people uh, being on TV. If we wasn't entertaining enough or smart enough, we Dude, wouldn't have been asked back, right? That photo in the middle, like, I think my favorite photo now is the one where we're laughing on uh, uh, sports feed sitting yeah. there laughing together. Yeah, because that encapsulates every like if you. Oh, really? We get. We get oh, this. well, look who it is. <laughs> well, look who it is. What's up, dude? What's happening? Oh, just coming to pick up my oh, brother. Yeah, you turned to RCN. I heard you guys were doing a show. He's he yeah. moved out yesterday. Oh. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. How you, how you doing? I'm getting out of sports. I'm I'm going the the coding route. I'm going to take a Northwestern coding boot camp. It's a six month deal. Okay, good. good. So I'm going to be living in Florida during There's that. some money. Oh, oh you you, you around, Alex? Damn boy, you a nomad. What's your grandparents or something <laughs> in Florida, right? Hey, catch catch me while you can, B. You know, <laughs> He's North Dakota, California, Illinois a couple of times, Kansas, Florida, Florida <laughs> multiple times. Wait, wait, wait. hey, Alex, Alex, what part of Florida are you going to? Uh, I'm well. My grandparents are in Central Florida, but okay. I'm going to be staying at uh, Daytona Beach. All right, you be careful down there, man. Mask up. Oh, yeah, Fucking <laughs> Florida's on fire. I my concealed carry. It's fine. You'll <laughs> <laughs> hey, be standing his ground. It's great to see all you guys. Uh, yeah, man. Good to see you, brother. Have been kept in the loop about everything, and I just wanted to say, I know you know you're going your own way right now, but thank you so much for everything you taught me. Um, I know I'm not really in the business anymore, but I, I couldn't have got where I was before without you and Ken and, and Sydney. So, uh, thanks. thanks good luck. Thank you, man. Thank you, Ed. You're welcome. Thanks, man. Be, be careful, man. And listen, yeah. good luck. 
Go get that code and dumb ass handle your bi. Be be safe out there, Alex. Yeah. All right. You guys need any apps or websites or anything? You know to hit up. You know we hit up now. Thanks, hey, Alex. It's four to one Hawks, by the way. Yeah, we got it on. Yeah, we watching it. <laughs> See you guys. Take we care. All right, Alex. Uh, but no, man. So, um, man, that was cool. Thanks, Jason. Uh, man, good to see Alex again. I ain't seen he him like texted me. He's like, I- I'm smoking a cig. I'm out front, and I was like, shit, don't yeah. don't say goodbye. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right here. That was cool, man. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, see, but, surprise, uh, surprise guests. Yeah, surprise guests. Right. Oh, uh, who else y'all get? Who else y'all get? No, it's like the last episode of Johnny Carson. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, like, down from the ceiling. Oh, oh man. Ah. Yeah. So um hey, like I said, man, I I it's been a pleasure uh making this brand and repping this brand. Uh whatever comes to whatever it turns to next, I'm gonna be on a, I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing the same damn thing. Uh always repping we are radio.com All you guys on the screen right now. Um I don't know how many times I've said it, but I love y'all, man. Uh, this has been a pleasure doing this uh, for the past 15 years of my life. I don't know what's going to be next. Um, I sure I try to find something that can challenge me. Um, if y'all ever need, you know what I'm saying, me to come in and just stir the pot a little bit and say some wild D shit, take it, take it left real hard. That Scooby-Doo movie wasn't that bad. I'm trying to tell Ken about this shit, but he don't want to yeah. listen. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, man, to be serious, though. Uh, what the hell, man? Hey, I'm just saying. We we had a discussion about this about movies, and I don't understand why they they don't believe me. We don't know when movies are coming back, but no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. We want to get on me about. Well, D, you said it had great voice actors, and then you forgot to mention great voice actors. What we had? <laughs> Mark, Hendrix, Mark Wahlberg, Zac Efron. Yeah, He's been in multiple movies, so <laughs> multiple. <laughs> multiple voice acting movies, a uh, voice over work movie. So, uh, hey. I love y'all, man. Love you I, back, bro. I, I, love I you really forever, do. man. Love you forever, love man. If y'all ever need me to come, like I said, to stir the pop part up, I'm always here. Um, yeah, man. This is this is gonna be weird. Um, it's gonna be weird enough. I, I upload the final show uh, to SoundCloud and YouTube and do all that, and then I'm gonna be able to, you know, saying take a step back. But um, it's been a pleasure, man. If you seeing each one of y'all faces, man, it's been a pleasure to be able to work with y'all over all these damn years. From being just a, a dude out there to getting married and having a kid and all of us, our families growing and we growing as individuals and as together, man, that's, uh, that's going to be special. So, hey, make sure you follow us on D and David show. Uh, whoa, 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 say follow oh. them. Say follow them. Oh, follow them. Uh, you know what? Actually, I don't know what it's going to be called. Anymore. I don't know what's going to be called. I don't know what's going to be called. So, uh, David, follow David something. David yeah. something. David something. The David <laughs> show. Just, hey, just follow the David show. Hey, but make sure uh, I'm still going to be on social media. I've, uh, you know, saying doing something, posting something or whatever like that. So, follow me on IG and Twitter at Demons1, D E M O N Z E 1. Kendall's on Twitter and IG at That's Davis. Sydney Brown, IG and Twitter at SidKid80. Ryan Bukovsky, Twitter, Ryan B. Ski, IG, Ryan B. Ski1. Cal Means, Twitter is work underscore right. IG is Cal Means it. And Jason Kessner. Jason, are you? K Means. Oh, sorry, K Means it. Uh, Jason, are you on Instagram? Yeah. It is, is, it, is it the same thing? All right. Uh, JF Kessner there too. So I'm going to miss y'all, man. I'm going to miss the world uh, just doing this. And um, peace.
I love y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you. We ain't gone. Love you too. And thank you to my wife, Chanel, who, who has been with me throughout all this, man. Sure. And my family, everybody. But most importantly, man, my wife, my missus, who really pushed me to do, to, to do this. And as long as I've been doing this, I've been with her. So for 15 years, man, it's been, it's been a great partnership with y'all and especially uh, with her. I love you, baby. And I always remember, keep hands to yourself. The flip. <laughs>